Welcome to the Audacity to Persevere, a podcast owned by John Henry's Sisters. I am your host, Dr. Tanya. I am a licensed clinical psychologist, certified executive coach, and certified equity, diversity, and inclusion practitioner. Every week on the show, we will share bite-sized goodies for the mind and spirit as you travel along this little road called life. This podcast and website represents the opinions of Dr. Tanya and her guests to the show. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical and or mental health questions. In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media establishes a doctor-client relationship. So let's get to it. Hello, perseverers. Welcome to episode five of the audacity to persevere. So I want to talk about something that I'm sure has happened to us all, um, especially within the workplace. So a friend uh, at work makes a hurtful comment about like your appearance. Um, that may be several, one of several, in fact, um, a coworker whom you've typically enjoyed a great relationship with over months um, or years makes a disparaging comment about your community. And let's say you are a member of a traditionally underrepresented uh, community. And this coworker may not be a member of said community or any underrepresented community. Uh, a manager or a supervisor shares what can be described as a flippant remark about how people within your community tend to communicate and bond with each other. Um, and that added to other experiences you, you may have had uh, with this particular individual um, contributes to you feeling that this is um, a bit fascinating to put it mildly. So these comments, remarks, and probably some actions uh, such as touching your hair or pawing at you um, as if you're other uh, may contribute to some feelings of confusion, disappointment, hurt, and maybe some anger. And depending on the nature of the relationship and the value we have placed on it, there are a couple of common ways that most of us tend to uh, to, to handle it. So sometimes we may decide to engage with the, the other party right in the moment because uh, sometimes it's just best to let people know shortly after the, the offense. Um, and when you can do so in a way uh, that is intentional and thoughtful, um, i.e. in a way that uh, does not come off as aggressive. And granted, um, depending on who you're dealing with, sometimes you can 
speak in the most calm, direct voice. And because their sense of, um, frankly, entitlement may be questioned, you may still be considered as acting in an aggressive way. So I'm not necessarily talking about that, but I'm talking about, you know, when someone just crosses that line um, and things are close to, to getting lit, if you will. So that's what I mean as far as like being thoughtful and um, and mindful if you decide to engage in that moment or shortly after the events. Um, but fact is sometimes we decide that we're not going to engage in that moment. And we say, you know, maybe we'll address it a little bit later. And there are times um, where, frankly, I would correct a behavior as it occurred. And there have been times in which, you know, I decided, you know, I got to handle this later on where I have a chance to breathe, Wusa, um, be mindful and attention with my steps going forward and how I decided to have that conversation. Now, in addition to these two ways, um, most of us generally decide to engage. There are also times in which we decide we're not going to follow up on the comment or comments or actions because these experiences have provided us with a needed sense of clarity regarding ourselves, the other person's values and beliefs, and frankly, the relationship itself. And to not do so from a place of hostility or resentment, but really from a place of understanding and acceptance. This isn't like a forced understanding or insight. It's not something you consciously tell yourself that you're gonna operate from. It is just something you know and feel. And the feeling can be described as relaxed, uh, peaceful even. And I refer to these moments of clarity as uh, gifts of revelation. So a, a gift of revelation generally provides you with clearness regarding what your inner self needs to help you forward uh, and towards what we in the mental health field refer to as self-actualization. So in simplest terms, self-actualization is the full development of a person's self-fulfillment, growth, respect for themselves, and their potential. And we sometimes recognize these revelations that through these revelations, rather, that some people will not understand you or get you or not even make an earnest attempt to try to. And that's okay. So these gifts of revelation are provided to us when they occur, we're able to see that there's really nothing to be gained from being angry with the other person because they're just really operating from their place of understanding and development. And there are times where in order for you to move along in your journey, you have this epiphany that you moved on to a different level and it's okay for that person to not join you along at this next stage. And you have the, the choice to decide if you're gonna spend your energy trying to force someone to come up to where you are or to focus that energy on reaching your goals and to honor your inner voice. 
So you, you can uh, operate from a place of courage and say, I deserve better. And I release how I previously engaged in communion with this person. You can also say to yourself that you are grateful for the role this place, this person played in your life up until that point. And now you choose to move in a different direction. So whatever message experience you needed to acquire from that engagement, that relationship um, in which it was experienced has been accomplished. And you can acknowledge that the lesson has taken place and you can move on with intention and courage into the next stage of your understanding and growth. You can honor your decision without disparaging the other person or holding resentment or wishing for their downfall or waiting them for them to learn their lesson because you're still giving them energy, right? You're still devoting energy to something that likely does not serve you anymore. Now, there are times in which you still have to have a relationship with the person, especially, let's say, again, the workplace. However, the way you view that relationship, the expectations, etc., can shift. And that's a little bit more of what I'm, I'm gearing towards. Now, there are times if you have the ability to separate yourself from the relationship physically, that's fine. But to keep it 100, sometimes we just can't. Right? Bills got to get paid. And that plus, we may just really enjoy our jobs. And allowing someone's lack of understanding and acceptance to take away from something we thoroughly enjoy and may find fulfillment in um, probably isn't conducive to you um, moving towards that self-actualization that I mentioned earlier. So when the relationships have shifted, when you have this gift of revelation, you can simply just say, you know, I see, I accept, and I release. You know, I see what is instead of what I wish to view. I accept that change is constant and nothing escapes its touch, including relationships. I release the expectations I had regarding the relationship and the depth of its ability to impact my view of myself, of my peace, and of my growth. Part of this is also appreciating the insight that this person's role in uh, your career, in terms of the workplace, your development, and your life has come to an end um, in the way that it was before. And you must move different in your dealings with them in order to move forward along your unique path in life. And frankly, being able to do that, that's a gift because in it you have clarity, choice, 
an opportunity to shed things that no longer serve you. And in fact, may hold you back from truly walking into your true self. A gift of revelation is you recognizing that you're growing. A gift of revelation is that you recognize you do not know, owe anyone unmitigated access to you and your peace. A gift of revelation is that you recognize you have the right to change your mind, to better move in alignment with your values and goals. A gift of revelation is that you recognize you can choose how much access to your mental and spiritual peace you give to another person. A gift of revelation is that you recognize you can choose to see what something is versus what you want it to be. A gift of revelation is also that you recognize you can decide that someone's perception of you and of the relationship does not really have to be your reality. A gift of revelation is that you recognize you always have choices in how you move, how you engage, how you perceive, even if some of those choices may not always be ideal. You always have choice. A gift of revelation is that you recognize some relationships are limited and that's okay. A gift of revelation is that you recognize you do not have to take it upon yourself to always directly educate and teach others. And that by not directly teaching them, you can give them the gift of the opportunity to increase their own self-awareness and to move in more respectful ways of others. Another gift of revelation of revelation is that you recognize you can just literally or figuratively walk away from things, people, and situations that repeatedly contribute to a diminished self-esteem, respect, because you recognize you deserve to sacrifice your life, your goals, your mental well-being, your spiritual well-being, your emotional well-being for the edification and in some cases the voyeurism of others. I hope that when these gifts of revelation present themselves, that you choose growth, grace, and grit, and do so trusting yourself in the process. Be well, and stay unapologetic. Till next time. Thanks for tuning in. And if there's a topic you want us to cover in a future episode, please send us an email at johnhenrysisters at gmail.com. That is J-O-H-N-H-E-N-R-Y-S-S-I-S-T-E-R-S at gmail.com. 
For more information regarding John Henry's sisters, check out our website at www.johnhenrysisters.com. We're also on Facebook as John Henry's sisters, Instagram at Dr. Tanya underscore JHS, and Twitter at John Henry's sis. Until next time, be well and stay unapologetic. <laughs>